Welcome to the Two Tribes podcast, where each week we bring you the real stories of Australian founders and investors, the two tribes of entrepreneurship. If you like what you hear, give us a rating on iTunes or follow us at Two Tribes News on Twitter. This series of Two Tribes is supported by Tankstream Labs. Tankstream Labs is more than just a workspace for Australian founders, it's a place to work on your passion. TSL, like Two Tribes, brings real founders and investors together. On to today's podcast. So today I have Millie and Alice from Motherhood App. Uh, Welcome to Two Tribes. Thank you. In your own words, can you tell us what Motherhood App is? Yes. So Motherhood App is a free mobile app that connects mothers with other mothers and carers in the neighbourhood for flexible childminding. So we really, our vision is to allow all mums to live their dreams. So if a mum wants to be at home with their um, with their kids, they can now earn money while they do that. If a mum wants to start a business, she can have flexible support in the neighbourhood. If she wants to work full time, she can have um, trustworthy support in the neighbourhood as well. So really trying to give parents, especially mums, another option um, to en- enable them to do what it is they love yeah. and be the best mum they can be. Okay, so it's it's about childcare, yeah. um, at least initially, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, childcare is quite a tough problem for a lot of Australians to solve. So, what's unique about what you're doing? Yeah, I guess the unique thing about motherhood is that we're connecting mums with each other. So no, actually, no one in the world is doing this. So mm-hmm. it is very unique in that no one's kind of connecting mums with each other to help each other out. So it's kind of like a sharing economy type thing for parents, really, in a way. Uh, All the other childcare apps and solutions are connecting parents with just, you know, your typical babysitter, Mm -hmm. nanny type scenario, um, which we also do. There are nannies and babysitters on the app as well. But the idea of being able to connect with another parent, I guess there's, uh, you know, no one else understands what it's like than another parent. So there's there's that and also, just having more carers available in the neighbourhood gives you that ultimate flexibility to just pop out for a couple of hours. Uh, Whereas with an annual babysitter, you really need to be very planned, forward planned, and and really commit to, you know, at least a few hours at a time. Yes, Um, yeah. So it just gives parents more flexibility and more spontaneity back in their lives. Right, so can you give us a bit of a backstory of how you came up with the idea and then also how did you meet each other? Yeah, Al and I have known each other since we were about 11, was it? We were playing netball together, so went to primary school together, high school together. Yeah, our lives kind of kept kept interweaving. (laughs) We just pop up back in each other's lives every few years (laughs) in various forms. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess we met in our childhood before we came up with motherhood. And yeah, it kind of came about when we were both discussing our futures Mm. and all of our friends are having kids and just sort of hearing as much as it's amazing to have kids, how much it can be a struggle as well and all these sacrifices that they were making. A lot of parents were like having to give up careers and their hobbies and social life, date nights, all of these different things. Yeah, and it's just, you you often hear about um, how hard it is and of course it's hard and of course it's worth it, but I guess we just sort of thought, does it have to be this hard, you know, if we can connect the community with each other. Uh, It's really the way that humans work you know and in some cultures still work mm. it's it's really the traditional way of doing things is to you know it takes a village and, and to um to all help each other out but we yeah. we kind of don't do it anymore and we thought why not um right. so yeah we sort of thought we could solve we could solve two problems i guess there's the financial struggles for parents yep. when um when one of you stops working often mm-hmm. for a period mm-hmm. of time and also just not having enough options yeah. for support 
so obviously you knew each other. Had you spoken about the idea quite a bit? And and what time did you actually decide, hey, this is something that we're going to pursue? We went straight into yeah. it. Okay, yeah, right. we... Um, well, I think when we kind of did a bit of research, we're like, all right, so there must be an app out there that connects other mums with local mm-hmm. mums. And we realised that there was literally nothing out there like that. And we're like, no. We have to we have to get onto this as yeah. quickly as possible, yeah. um, and then we started speaking to people and putting a few things on Facebook to see if it's something people would be interested mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And we saw this overwhelming like positive response of people just being like, "Oh my gosh, how has someone not come up with this before?" And yeah. so, yeah. yeah. So then we we really yeah, wrote wrote the brief for the app yeah. and um, yeah. and sent it out to a few developers mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, we really started the process very quickly because we we knew it was so unique and we wanted yes. to um, we wanted to get out there as soon as we could. Yeah. So talk a bit about that. So writing the brief and then sending it out to developers. How did you select a developer to help you with this? Yeah. Well, that was uh, that was an interesting learning curve. I think mm-hmm. we didn't we don't have a tech background and mm-hmm. so we didn't really know uh, where to start. Um, so we started with writing the brief and then we were sort of basically Googling, you know, how do you find a developer, um, and, and sent it to a couple of companies. There's a lot of companies offshore that promise you an app for what, like $200 or something, you know, that they've got the code ready to go and they can deliver it. Uh, and obviously we never expected it to be $200, but we did talk to a couple of companies like that, um, Mm and get quotes back from them but uh, eventually we we went with a local uh, a local company yep. a local developer who are, they're amazing and yeah, we're yeah they truly believed in our idea and yeah it became just as much their baby as it was okay. ours yeah. and right. stuff which yep. is amazing to see like literally lives and breathes it as much as we do and right. stuff. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah yeah so we got Super I mean I guess it wasn't it kind of feels lucky but I guess we did we did just talk. We also talked to a lot of people, and you you hear a lot of horror stories about going offshore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were, I guess, warned um, just in time about that. I think before we went too far down yeah. that path. Yeah. And I guess from all the advice that we've been given, like the team is so important, mm-hmm. and the culture you build when you're starting yeah. a company. Yeah. And so we actively looked for someone that truly believed in them too and understood our vision and wanted to also bring more to the table than just yeah. understand a brief and be able to execute it. Yeah, um, we wanted them to bring ideas and, and to be really involved and engaged in it. Yeah. So. And so in just writing that initial brief, what kind of things did you put into it? How, how, how could you get specific about what it is that you want so it was translated into you know, obviously a, a product or some way of uh, communicating to all the mothers out there and the people who want care. Yeah, so, well, we sat down uh, at a coffee shop with a okay. notebook yep. and yep. just kind of wrote out how we thought it would work, you know, like exactly how we thought it would work yep. in mm-hmm. detail and the features and, uh, you know, everything like Don't that. And then I, I Googled yeah. app brief. Yep. and found a template mm-hmm. and okay. filled it out with, right, right. with just as much detail and information um, that we that we had mm-hmm. of, of how, you know the specifications and the features that we wanted included. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how we did yep. it. And was it easy to get your vision sort of translated? Um, it was. It was. It, it evolved and changed in conversations with the developers and this isn't possible but this is. Uh, it sort of very much evolved throughout yeah. the process. And we also but because they are local yeah. um, and very, I guess, cared a lot about the, the end result, mm-hmm. um, it was, yeah, it was, it was a long process but it was, it was a really great collaboration. Yeah. 
Um, so, what were you doing before you started Motherhood App, or are you, is this a bit of a side hustle for, for you both? No, we uh, were actually living together when, okay, yeah. when we um, thought of the idea, and Millie had just quit her job, as I mm-hmm. left her job in production, okay, yeah. and I came home a week later after she quit and just said, guess what, I quit my job, I was working in marketing, <laughs> okay. and her face, because <laughs> <laughs> like, it was really out of the blue, I worked in the corporate world since uni without a break and and hadn't really considered another alternative path Mm -hmm. so she was a bit shocked Um, (laughs) yeah and then you were saying to me that I inspired her to quit her job and I was like oh great so I'm inspiring people to go on the job we live together we have no job (laughs) (laughs) who's gonna pay rent which is just yeah and then I was like no you've inspired me you made me realize that life is so precious and important Mm. and you've got to do something that you you love and put your heart and soul into something because I truly don't believe in anything but doing something like that and so together we're like let's come up with something let's mm-hmm. solve some massive problem that we can do together and just give it our blood yeah. sweat and tears mm-hmm. and was it the next day was it when when did we end up meeting well i think like, yeah we had a couple of conversations about you know our friends and our futures mm-hmm. we had actually before i quit we had this conversation and i was just thinking how am i ever going to have a family and have this stressful corporate job and how mm-hmm. how do people juggle it all so we'd had these yeah. few kind of conversations and then so it was a bit of a light bulb moment where it, yeah it just kind of well what what it did come from is a friend of ours who um has had her first daughter and she was she'd left her job which she loved but she really wanted to be at home looking mm-hmm. after her daughter but then she was struggling because she didn't have an income anymore mm-hmm. and also just feeling very isolated being at home all day with her baby daughter and not um not having that you know adult interaction so i guess we sort of thought why you know why can't she help out mm-hmm. the mums in the neighborhood she can earn some money while being with yeah. her daughter and um and also you know meet meet new people yeah. in the neighborhood so that's where the- kind of light bulb moment came and um, yeah. Yeah, she didn't want to put all of her income of going back to work into daycare because it's mm. so expensive these mm. days. So it just sort of solved even that issue mm. where instead she of paying it, she can earn money, exactly. additional money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so, what are the. Yeah, let me go into which question from there. Um, <laughs> um, so, how are you using technology to help connect? Um, uh, both carers and mothers together. Yeah, well, what's great about technology, I guess, is you can, because this is an old idea, like we said, you know, it's something that makes a lot of sense and that and that a lot of cultures still do, but in our, I guess, Western modern society, there's, uh, it's not done anymore. So with technology, you can have this platform that enables this level of trust and um, communication between two parties that hadn't previously known each other. So we have ratings and reviews. We have Facebook Connect, so you can see if you have mutual Facebook friends and comment Um, so features like that I guess are really helpful uh, at the start in terms of building that community Um, but we also like the idea of taking it off platform a bit we're having you know customer meetups and and events so that you can actually meet meet other mums or dads in your neighborhood in real life um, and then know that you're both on the motherhood app and that you can help each other out. Yes. And you can create favourites as well. So if you post a job on the app, it will connect with just the people that you've met if you want to. Mm-hmm. You've got that option. And also just the local people in your area. So it's yeah. all about your geo, yeah. um, location. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and connecting it that way. Yeah. And, yeah, and another question to that then was how, 
how do you make sure that people keep coming back to the motherhood app? So obviously if they make the connection offline, mm. um, how do you make sure that they come back and use you, use yeah. you again? Well, I guess the, the whole purpose is to build up a support network so that at any point, if you need, um, if you need help for a couple of hours here or there, one of your, you know, favorite local minders will be available. So it's unlikely that every time you need help, the same person is going to be available. So rather than texting the one or two people you need and then not going out if they're not available, sorry, the one or two people you know, and then not going out if they're not available, you simply post a job on the app and it will go out to all your favorites and one of them will more than likely be available once you yeah. build up that network. And we've got such loyal customers. Like it's not, again, it's not just an app. Like people feel like they're part yeah. of this motherhood. Like yeah, it's amazing. People aren't just connecting and getting daycare and getting, you know, help with their kids and stuff. People like we've got stories where mums have met these um, other nannies and they've actually gone into business together and so yeah. they're really yeah. forming this thing and they could easily just ask each other for help, but we've been able to see that they continually use yeah. the app. Okay. So really, I guess, like-minded, supportive community. And for, for minders, they want to build up their um, profile on the app, their ratings and reviews, and number of jobs, etc., so that they will then get more jobs from other families. So, so yeah. Parents find it really easy as well. Instead of like having to go to the ATM and paying cash, mm -hmm. you can just literally simply mm -hmm. pay. So it makes app. it all really yeah. easy oh, okay. and seamless. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how are you going about growing uh, the presence on the app? So uh, obviously a marketplace of sorts, so you've got people who need care and you've got people who can give care. Um, how are you approaching that? Are you going around to mothers groups? Are you, are yeah. you tapping into your friends? It's really growing organically by yeah. word of mouth, but yeah. we absolutely are doing things like that. We yeah. initially thought that the challenge would be kind of educating and explaining to mums that they can now earn money while being with their kids and that that would be the hurdle or you know the challenge in terms of our communications and how to get mums on board with that. But we yeah. were absolutely overwhelmed so with how many mums signed up straight away to do this. Mm -hmm. So it's more the other side of, um, we're really, I guess, mainly marketing to the mums who need the support now because yeah. we've got so many great minders. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, all of those things, I guess, mothers groups, um, you know, Facebook ads. We, yeah. Because people are having such great experiences, it's amazing how mums just talk in parks and mm -hmm. stuff and mm -hmm. get the word out there. We've mm -hmm. seen trails of emails of mums going, oh my gosh, this is this new app, it's amazing, it's mm -hmm. helped me in so many different yeah. ways. Yeah. And it just Yeah, I had a friend who received an email from three different friends about it after right. we okay. watched in Bondi and she was like, I didn't even send it, I'm your friend. <laughs> and I got it from three people. So yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Okay. And are you planning to expand further than New South Wales? So obviously Bondi is a bit of a focus, but um, Yeah. Bondi was our soft launch area, but we're definitely um, we're definitely planning to expand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How are you overcoming some of the barriers to the perception of someone else looking after your child? Mm. I think the ratings and reviews is probably the, yeah. the main um, the main aspect of that, yeah. which really helps, and mm -hmm. also the Facebook Connect. So if you see that you have two mutual friends in common, they have five star ratings and reviews, yep. that automatically, uh, I guess, gives you some level of trust. You can also message and contact them directly through the app before you book them. You can have a phone call. Um, we've also got features where you can share uh, jobs and minders with other mums, so yep. you can kind of recommend. Yep. Yep. Um, so if you've got you know a friend saying, recommending someone that they've uh, hired, then yep. that obviously gives you, so it's kind of really what happens in the real world anyway, but it's yes. all yep. in platform. And are you using a way to test that with customers and understand what's working and what's not or what hasn't worked? Yeah, I guess it's really just constantly talking to our customers and getting uh, getting feedback and, and ideas and um, 
yeah, we, it's kind of, yeah, I guess we, we talk about ideas before we implement them, but it's hard to know exactly what's going to work in the real world just from, you know, a handful of kind of our, our key customers. Yeah. So you do, um, yeah, we kind of think about things for a while sometimes before we decide which way to go, but we've only got one developer as well, so we're um, yeah. a little bit restricted in terms of how quickly we can do these things, so we really need to choose carefully yeah, right. what changes we make. And how are you funded? Uh, was it easier to raise money? So we're bootstrapping still. Yep, okay. um, well, actually, we've just kicked off our seed round, so okay. we have bootstrapped for quite a long time, um, yep. which is what we always plan to do because we really wanted to prove the concept and build traction before we uh, before we took an investment. Yep. Um, and yeah, so now we are yeah kicking off our seed round and excited to uh, not be so broke <laughs> in terms of our business budget because yeah we've got a lot of really exciting ideas that we want to implement we just need a little bit of money to do yep. that so <laughs> and how are you approaching that so how are you approaching investors who are you who are you going out to yeah it's an interesting one for us because it's, this is our first startup and um we're not a finance background either yeah. so we've really been talking to a lot of friends and um i guess mentors about um about how to go about the process, but there's so many different opinions and so many different ways and no one knows the right way. So it's really, I think, just about making some decisions and following, you know, trusting your gut and and just making some decisions and moving forward because you could um and ah about it forever. Um, But yeah, we just, I guess, got got some help from from friends and we've done our investor deck. Um, got help from some great mentors in the startup space in Australia. Um, and yeah, we're just about to send the deck out to kind of our networks and our friends' networks and um, the like. Yeah. Uh, one question that often comes up with uh, co founders is how do you split equity between the two of you? Have you gone through a process for that or is it 50 50? Is it really clear? Oh, yeah, it was always 50 50. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Cool. That can be a little bit of a touchy subject. So. Um, and uh, can you give us a sense of what's next for Motherhood Out then? Yeah, so we have uh, lots of exciting plans. Um, in terms of the product, we uh, really want to implement some sort of subgroup niche uh, type situation so that you can really connect with not only local mums or parents or minders, but um, you can see that you have mutual interests or um, you know it might be that you both speak a certain language which might be really helpful um, when you're looking for care for your child or it might be that you have um, you're both members of the local soccer club which would then make sense for you to connect you know to do the soccer run Um, so yeah building that in is is next in terms of the product and yeah we've just got lots of exciting um, plans in terms of marketing and PR and events and things like that as well coming up all right um, so we might move into our quick fire round, which is five questions that we ask everyone, and so you both can answer these ones. Yeah. Um, or one each, you want? Oh uh, no, you can you can answer them all together. <laughs> um, so, what is your most hated startup cliche or piece of advice that you've been given or heard? Yeah. Uh, probably yeah. Uh, gosh. Fail. I think fail fast. Okay. Right. For us, um, I think it 
it's a bit of a misnomer i think what people mean when they say that they don't think they actually mean fail i think they mean try something it doesn't work pivot and do something else because yeah. you don't want to no one wants to fail it's not a good thing we're not going to aim to fail no um, i think you can do that with you can well. do that with you can be nimble there's only like yeah. a few the small team it's not the big corporation where you've got to go through all these different exactly. procedures to get there so mm-hmm. Yeah, so try things, doesn't work, yeah. move on, try something else. Yeah. Learn from what, it. Is what we'd probably um, call that instead of fail fast. Yeah. All right. Don't fail fast. Just fail uh, and fix it fast. Fail and fix it fast. Yeah, yes. that's how okay. it should be. And if you could have changed one thing about Motherhood App to date, what would it have been? I think that we would have liked to start it with more um, startup capital because we bootstrapped to kind of constantly finding more money to, to pay bills and to and for the development um, and for any marketing. Uh, whereas if we just had a bit of a bigger chunk at the start and not had to kind of focus and worry about that throughout yeah. the process, that would have been nice. Yeah. But at the same time, we also do feel like it's it's forced us to be really creative with things. Yeah, uh, thinking outside the box. Yeah, how we can solve certain issues on absolutely no money. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But that would have been nice, I think, just for our insanity. Good. Yeah. Um, and the best piece of practical advice that you've been given? Oh, I think it probably relates to what we talked about before in terms of uh, offshore development. Um, we, you know, had many people say, do not offshore your development. Do not send money to some company overseas because you might not hear back from them. You know, they just take your money and run. And not to say that's impossible to do. We, we do know a couple of people that have done it, but I think you really need some sort of relationship or recommendation or to know they're reputable before you just go and send money to an offshore development team. So that would be, um, that was a really salient timely piece of advice yeah. for us. Okay, keep it on shore. Yeah. Um, and the top three sources of information that help you got started, so blogs, magazines, podcasts? Yeah, um, definitely all of the above. Well. Yeah. But, um, Ella is amazing. Um, they've helped yeah. us um, pitching and just connecting us with mm-hmm. some amazing contacts out the industry, which yeah. have now become mentors. Which mm-hmm. Marissa Warren's been amazing. Yeah, yeah, um, Tech Sydney have really, really helped us yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also just going to events and hearing yeah. other people's yeah. stories. I think early on that was so useful just to hear the kind of little bit more, um, get a little bit more insight than you can kind of often read online just mm-hmm. to, yeah. to be able to ask direct questions to people as yes. well yeah. when you have yeah. specific things. Um, being able to ask someone who's just gone through it, you yeah. know, what, what their experience was super useful. Yeah. Um, TED Talks have also been really helpful. Yeah, yeah. 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 I find that really inspiring. We love um, Simon Sinek's um, yeah. Why. Why. Yeah, yeah, it just always brings it back if you're ever getting yeah. a little bit, you know, um, unsure about where to go next. Yeah, be clear on your purpose. Exactly. Yeah. Keep, keep, yeah. keep that there. Yeah. Um, and your most unexpected source of inspiration? I think, uh, yeah, so we're thinking about this question. Um, it actually was when um, we were speaking to one of our customers, uh, like our users, and she decided to quit her job and because um, she, she wanted to work on the app, and so she was telling her family around the dinner table, and her four-year-old son got so excited by the idea that he literally squealed, and he was like, oh my goodness, how many friends are they going to make? How, will they be boys or girls? How old will they be? And so suddenly when she told me about that situation, I was it hit me, and I'm like, wow, seeing the, I hadn't seen it from a kid's perspective of how... Yeah valuable they'll find it and how fun and making new friends and and that sort of hit me that was that really inspired me thinking we're not just helping parents and mums live their dreams it's the whole family unit and when you see 
parents are happy and then the kids are happy. It's just that space so rewarding and that yeah. keeps us motivated through the hard times as yeah. well. It's Forming great. those new connections yeah. in the neighbourhood and seeing all those new friendships made yeah. is yeah, it's really lovely. Very good. Well, thanks, Alison Millie. Thank, Thank you so much.